Max Cast. It's Friday, uh, September the 28th, and I'm Sean. And I'm Max. And we're here to put the smacks down on you. <laughs> I dig it, man. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so, see. Max, what's what's up with you lately? Man, not a whole lot. I've been uh, watching the new season of Treme on HBO, which is awesome. Yeah, I've watched a little bit of that. I Actually, the first season was pretty intense. I need to... I need to begin from the guine, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what you do it, man. You get all that good music and everything. Okay, but what about Doctor Who? Tomorrow's the uh, season finale, the half-season finale, I think they're saying. Right, with potentially the biggest weeping angel uh, that anybody's ever seen, but nobody knows, you know, unconfirmed. Right, but uh, do the pawns yeah. live, or do they just disappear into the past? What oh, do you think? Because I read an, actually an article um, in, the, in the Daily Telegraph, the UK paper, and it was actually dated today. And Arthur Arthur Darvill, the the cat that plays Rory, was interviewed, and he said that basically he's never planning to return, even in a cameo role. And Karen Gillan's been quoted saying the same thing. Right. Will they die? That's it's. I mean, it certainly leads you to believe that they're going to be dead because there's no other point. Like it, it, even in the even when Rose went to the alternate universe, we saw Rose again. You know, even yeah. when we were never going to see Rose again, we saw Rose again. So the only way for us to really not see these people is for them to die. But even then, the Doctor can drop in in their past. So you know, it's if if yeah, if the angels took him to the yeah. past. But I mean, for them to say no cameos, that's pretty intense. That's that's that. That speaks finality. <laughs> right. Well, and even then, I mean, like, they could totally change their mind. The doctor could drop into Amy's life before. Well, that would upset everything. That's true. Before he ever met her. You know, because it's, it, once you start playing with time, anything's really possible. That just means those actors have, you know, f- future commitments, I think. True. But, you know, every time you hear them interviewed, they're more than half. They they act like themselves, Matt Smith, you know, Gillen, Darvill, and Smith are like the, the dynamic tree. Yeah, the yeah. trio. And like they're best of friends, and that Karen Gillan and and Darvill have been completely happy on the show. You never get any indication that they're leaving because they're unhappy. Actually, when you hear Moffat interviewed, you know basically it's like, okay, I just had to write this into this is the way the show was scripted, right? And it's you know every, every now and again the companions are gone, and it's time for them to go. But again, for them to say no cameos because i mean like you said rose tyler showed up didn't um you saw martha jones the, after yeah the fact. martha You've jones seen, showed you know, up after yeah. the fact and she married mickey smith or whatever you right. know or, you know that was yeah the, that wasn't an alternate future was yeah it? what's was her the, name the girl that uh, plays martha jones freema, uh, freema agumon yeah, yeah she's, she's awesome cool. she's on the uh, law and order uk right which i never watched yeah but with the uh, apollo right there on the shelf no, brother yeah, I love that show. You need to watch. I think I'm going to send you home with it, Max. Well, I, awesome. heard, I heard they uh, they canceled that one, too, which really sucks. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, unconfirmed. <laughs> unconfirmed. But uh, I did hear that from a customer at the job. Well, you know so. they killed Jamie, right? Did they really? Yeah, I mean, he oh, got no shot way. and killed in, I think, the second season, maybe. Okay. And that was a big shocker. I mean, Dang, man, but really? you know how right British shows are. I mean, they change cast. Like, yeah. people change underwear. And, right. Well, Daddy, apparently the television was paused and we needed to get that taken care of. Well, so that's done. <laughs> After a brief interruption. After a brief interruption. So the girls are watching Rango and we're in here talking to you folks now. I think we were talking about Doctor Who. I know my I've got a 42-year-old mind, but we'll just continue on where we came. And so tomorrow night, the uh, episode's titled The Angels Take Manhattan. 
and they're going to be filming that. I think they filmed it in New York, obviously. Yeah, they definitely did. They've been on U.S. soil more than any other Doctor Who. I think Matt Smith, you know, like you never right, said. Right, last season. Yeah. Yeah, last so season. So they're in they Utah or wherever. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. And it's, I mean, David Tennant, if they did anything, they went somewhere in Cardiff and then just called it something else. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, and if they're in Cardiff, you know who's going to show up? Captain Jack. Yeah, you know? man. And, yeah, I miss that dude. What happened to him? He's doing all kinds of stuff. I heard uh, he was interviewed on the Nerdist podcast. Shout out to my brothers on the Nerdist podcast. You know, Chris Hardwick, Matt Myra, Myra and Jonah Ray. Those dudes do some good stuff. But um, he seems like he's always either interviewed on a panel or or somewhere along that lines. But I, what he said, the last interview I heard with him was that he was actually looking at doing some projects in the States. So uh, right on. Oh well, and they did Miracle Day or whatever. Uh, yeah, Miracle Which... Day was the stars one. Yeah, okay, and that's that's supposed to have a sequel potentially. Like whenever Russell Davies wants to come back to it, it's like real loose. But Stars has already been like, yeah, we're down to you know work with Russell Davies on something else. And yeah, it's no. more Torchwood cool. You know, whenever he wants to come back, he can do it. And now Davies did the first two seasons of the revamped Doctor Who, right? He yeah. Was... And uh, it was I don't Davies need... before Moffat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Moffat is doing a fantastic job. Well, here's the girls again. What's going on, baby? All right, folks. <laughs> we may have more commercial interruptions. I got my granddaughter here that's three years old, and Max has his beautiful little daughter here, and she's just a little bit older. What? Uh, about three and three and a half, three and three quarters. Yeah, so very interested in the recording process. <laughs> yeah, so we've had an interesting evening trying to lay down some audio and uh, talk about things we enjoy and also take care of the little girls that we love. So, but they're tied up now, doing their thing. So we can talk to you for maybe another five minutes before another. You know, somebody has to go potty. Uh, or, so real quick, man, Oswin, isn't it Oswin the new girl? Yeah, uh, yeah. Jenna Louise Coleman or whatever. Jenna Louise Coleman, yeah. Uh, she she was fantastic in that episode. She was awesome, yeah. I mean, what was the title of that? You uh, oh, Asylum of the Daleks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the opener. This is the very first, yeah. Um, the boy can they make... Moffat has a talent for... The, I mean, Davies was good, but Moffat has a, a real... <clears throat> oh. Still picks up. I was giving it a try, man. I just wanted to no, see if I cool. could go on mute. Moffat has uh, a real talent for making things dark and creepy. And, um, I mean, talk about ambiance. I mean, I watched Doctor Who when I was a kid. Right. When uh, Tom Baker was on there with the 20-foot-long scarf, you know. Sure. And the, the wicked, wicked hairdo. The the white Super man. Super curls, man. Totally, yeah. Yeah. But and that was a creepy show just because... Okay, A, it was on PBS. Yeah. PBS was creepy in the 70s. And B, <laughs> B, I think Tom Baker was a little creepy too, but they did not have, you know, special yeah, effects, bit. you know, things like that. But the things that Moffat has been able to do blow my mind. Okay, well... Thanks, babe. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. You got your beanbag, Daddy? I got these beanbags. And what does that crazy Wookiee have to say about that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. There yeah, man. Chewie. <laughs> Chewie. The watch, watch the door, Chewie. We I got to do some... that for that Star Wars Reads Day, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I think so. I think we're going to do a story time. Yeah, well, in case, you, um, in case you've never heard this podcast before, it's because this is the first podcast. And what we're trying to do here is just talk about things that we enjoy, you know, 
popular culture as it you know as it hits the skids so to speak you know because we love much of much many things that are similar doctor who torchwood game of thrones yes sir uh oh shoot what else man um you know many fantasy yeah. book series what jordan's wheel of time and that robert yeah, jordan, was it robert jordan some of wheel of time yeah he's definitely yeah. the wheel of time dude yeah, uh, the fades on BBC. Yeah, that's looking cool. The Misfits. There's stuff we gotta like try to uh, get each other to watch. So yep, we get the Doghouse being the first among them. There you I go. Check the, this out. The good thing is we've got so many similar interests that oh, we're gonna. Yeah. It shouldn't be a problem. Be like, okay, tell my wife, honey, I have to watch this for homework for the podcast. Right, know? it's important, man. Uh, yeah, not to be ignored, man. Walking dead. <laughs> oh, we got a visitor again. Looking. What's going on, people? Well, hey, um, speaking of Game of Thrones, you know, I I went out and checked out George R. R. Martin's website. Did you read that uh, bonus chapter or whatever? You can read a, an excerpt from the new book that might come out anytime in the next like, decade or whatever. It's uh, it's from Tyrion's standpoint. Well, actually, don't no, never mind. Uh, yeah, because I'm not. Five. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the fourth book. I'm pretty far along. Hello, but... boy. Hi. Uh, Say hi, Lily. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> How did I know she was going to do that? You're funny. Where's Jalen, Lily? It's more legit because it's two in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I when I went out and checked out Martin's website to see what was going on, you know, in the world of Game of Thrones, I saw he's got a role-playing game coming up. Okay, we'll, we're going to cut out for a minute. We'll be yeah. right back. All right, we're back yet again. And uh, we'll have this running smoothly before long. But, you know, we decided that we love our kids and grandkids. So if they want to wander, let them wander. But the kids are the future, man. They are the future. They are the future consumers of right. popular culture. Of, of Smacks Cast yeah, and all and related merchandise. And someone's bound to inherit my DVD collection, right. so it might as well be Jalen. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think my daughter Sarah likes a lot of, of uh, Doctor Who or things like that. But um, Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. She likes right. The Walking Dead, but cool. you know, she and Thad it's might have Yeah, my son and her might have to have a leg wrestle over that one. There but you go. Anyway, back to George R. R. Martin's website. You know, the two books that are coming down the pipe are The Winds of Winter and The yes. Dream of Spring. Oh, I didn't even know what the last one was called. That's cool. Yeah, the, okay. it, but on his website, all they say is, quote, unquote, forthcoming. Right, working title. Yeah. If he doesn't die. Yeah, and he refused, he's refusing to set release dates for anything. But right. I think you and I discussed this a long time ago about how this man, and we love him with all our heart and soul because he's the, the creator of the best fantasy series since Tolkien, in my opinion. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Which is... You know, saying not considering. Yeah, sure. Thanks, thanks, Max of the Smacks cast. Um, <laughs> you're automatically legit. You, we we've got credibility. All we did was push record, and we already. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah, cool, man. Next I'm step: American Express commercial. Right. Um. Anyway. Priceless. Yeah. In in Forbes on in the Forbes uh, issue of Forbes, and I don't know what what magazine issue it was i got this information from www.forbes.com and hold your breath because this is a blockbuster he says it's going to be done when it's done <laughs> right <laughs> that's yeah. that's that dude's remorseless and it's you know he knows he's got everybody every reader every fan by the balls and he, he's 
that's it. He, he knows does. where you are. He knows where he is, and he's not worried about it. He's he's in the past, <laughs> like on his website, just been like it's football season. It's slow going on the writing. Sorry, folks. And you know, <laughs> people will just lay into him and lambast him and stuff. But which uh, which Max? Know. Which book was it that it took him like five years to write? That was, was that, that Dance with Dragons. Yeah, because I think there was only oh. a couple year gap in between, like one, two, and three, and four, and then from four to five, it was like five, six years. Shit, so, a brick. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I've decided just now that this is going to be an explicit podcast. With children's voices in the background, but rest assured, folks, and FCC monitors, they're not in the room when we're we're cursing, so... Yeah, that shit wouldn't be cool. Hell no. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck (laughs) fuck that shit with a 10-inch dildo. (laughs) Shit, we've got some crying in the background. We're going to check and see what's going on here. All right, Max, um... We're back yet again. I think this is what segment number twelve, right? Of uh, yeah, the last like five minutes or whatever. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun doing this, and uh, you know, it's one way for each of us to keep up on culture as it evolves, comes out, etc. Because you're gonna pick up on. Oh, thanks, <laughs> you're perforating my podcast, kid. Yeah, I know. All right. Because Max, you're gonna pick up on a lot of things that I'm not immediately aware of considering you work in books and music and right so I get to have conversations about this stuff all day long and then pass it along and drop it on the podcast we're playing with our baby you're just like Sarah with the baby so like folks if you come to a Barnes and Noble in Topeka Kansas and you don't find anything you want in music or book or DVDs um, my man Max is the one you need to no 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 we're not going to say point a finger at we're going to say holler at Holla. Holler at Holla. your dude. Holla, don't yell. Anyway, one more thing. Um, Holla at a bala. <laughs> or guys, quite finished. Um, regarding Game of Thrones, I did find some information on a website called Deadline Hollywood, and Clive Russell, who is a who's an actor, British actor, we're not aware of yet on Game of Thrones because he'll be in the upcoming season. He's going to be playing Brendan the Blackfish. Sweet brother of Kalen Tully, man. Absolutely. This, and he has there. a huge part in, the, I think, books three and four, if I remember right. But he is going to play Tyr, who is the older brother of Thor and Asgard's God of War in the upcoming movie Thor, The Dark World. Oh, man, and Eccleston is going to be uh, the, the Dark Elf. Uh, what, oh, what's his name? Not Loki. Loki no, because they're, they're keeping Huddlestone as... Is oh, he's going to be Loki, but yeah, Loki. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's going to be Loki, but there's this dude... Um, Hiddleston, right, sorry. Uh, somebody the Dark... Uh, oh, man, I'm completely blank. I haven't read uh, it in forever. But there, it's like some Malekith, the Dark Elf, will be portrayed by Chris Eccleston. Hey, so, Eccleston yeah. is... Yeah. I'm still, I'm still kind of like... That, that first season of Doctor Who, on the return, I was excited because it was back. Yeah. But Eccleston was... Not your typical Doctor Who. Right, he's a little darker. He's fresh out the time war. He's, you know, like, he's, he's, he's feeling a little, little, little cranky little about things. Little and, Doctor Who with yeah. maybe bipolar disorder. Right. Well, yeah, because he's still, you can tell he went out of his way to be wacky, to be fun, you know, to sort of bring some of that. But he, at the same time, he's leather jacket dude, you know. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, a little angrier than your average doctor. Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, the whole Doctor Who ensemble goes... I gotta say, I don't. I'm not digging on the Christopher Eccleston get up. No, I gotta totally. say, absolutely, and I'm not alone in the crowd here. David Tennant wins hands down. The twelfth, no, he's the tenth, tenth doctor, tenth doctor right? yeah, yeah. The tenth doctor, 
and I'm sure you know once we have you know email where people can email us with complaints or suggestions that I would have just gotten lambasted right for for saying he was the twelfth doctor because we, we all know we doctor. all know that I'm the twelfth doctor yeah sitting right here you heard it here first so Steve Moffat <laughs> uh, you're getting an email later on I'm uh, just trying to get my my buddy over here to order me a goddamn sonic screwdriver because. He can do that. Barnes and Noble sells that. No, shit. here's a, all right. Here's the deal. Here's here's something we got to talk about on this podcast right now. There, you don't want the Barnes and Noble sonic screwdriver because all it is is a replica. Did I show you that thing on uh, no. Think Geek or whatever? No. So on ThinkGeek.com for like ninety nine ninety five or no. whatever, they got the sonic screwdriver. You know, if you're paying that much, you get USB some, or not it's USB. metal. Yeah, it's it's like a complete. It's a it's a thorough replica that is also a uh, infrared remote for like any infrared device in your house. So if you Chester have a daughter, controlled. so if you have a daughter with a job, that would be a good Christmas present for the father, wouldn't it? Yeah, or even a three-year-old that could like <laughs> steal, you know, around a hundred dollars from somebody. Man, my uh, girl's glaring at me. I don't know what I did. What did I do? <laughs> suggest a hundred-dollar Christmas present. Yeah, uh, let me tell you infrared about infrared <laughs> device, man. So you can control your TV with gestures with a sonic screwdriver. You are the doctor. You're like yeah. What about up, like volume down? You know, doors, um, Daleks. I mean, yeah, short them out, whatever, anything. Uh, yeah, uh, it's the electronic cure-all device. Have you ever noticed that Doctor Who doesn't even try to take to aim that thing at those weeping yeah. angels? Not that like it's gonna do any good, but shit, man, I'd be throwing shit at those bitches. That's true. I would have busted a sonic <laughs> screwdriver over the head of a weeping yeah. angel like, a long time ago. I'd be uh, like, I ain't gotta look, but I can swing. I'd be turning no, my head. No electronics, man. Uh, well, okay. And then uh, also, what's up with the cherubs, man? From the preview for the forthcoming episode, do you think they're breeding? You think those are baby weeping angels? I don't know, man. Or just I, weeping angels of another form. You know, like, they've been keeping so much of this episode under under the hat. Yeah. Like, and you know how they do. They Instead of releasing a big trailer, you get smid, you get little uh, right. clips and snippets. And uh, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on that yet. All I know is I'm I'm a little upset that the pawns are, are going to be gone. Because right. that's this is the first time that there's been a male companion who's actually... Well, I mean, Mickey was there, okay. Yeah, right? but like once in a while. Like, but I mean, Rory's pretty much always there. Yeah, right? Rory's so. been there from the from almost the beginning of Amy Pond's, you know, uh, affiliation with the Ducks. Ever, ever since the Fish Fingers of Custard, right. it's been Rory and Amy. Yeah. I mean, almost. But, uh, so we're going to see what happens in that episode tomorrow night. I can I got to tell you, I can't wait, but... um. So what else is on the? What else are you aware of, Mister Max, as far as coming down the pipe? I mean, I know you're. As far as uh, upcoming film on DVD, anything good coming soon? I know we have the Avengers yeah, this week. Yeah, Avengers already happened, man. Uh, the best thing, the other, the second best thing to come out this week was the Dark Knight Returns animated feature. So not to be confused with Dark Knight Rises, the you know big Chris Nolan flick, but like Dark Knight Returns, one of the best graphic novels ever. Uh, add it to the shelf here if you get a chance, man. Although Long Halloween's pretty sweet. Yeah, I got a decent. Uh, I got a decent shelf, and you know, get this. Those every one of those graphic novels on my desk, and I've got eight or nine graphic novels here, folks. Those are my school books, dude. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I put myself through that class uh, with my own. Mind, I, I am for, taking with no credit. But I know. If I, I, I told it. my mother that I'm taking a class that involves comic books, right. 
She wouldn't. She's not gonna care how old I am. I'm getting a whooping. She's like, I'm not paying for college anymore. And you're like, Mom, you're not. You're not paying Mom, for college now. Mom, you haven't paid now, for but, shit forever. But thank you. But thanks for saying so. Been married uh, for 24 years and right. she hasn't paid for college. But uh, yeah, so what? I've got V for Vendetta, Batman, awesome. The Killing Joke, Awesome, American Splendor, Yeah, <laughs> Persepolis, Good, respectable, yeah. uh, Scott Pilgrim, Yeah, dude, all the way, and uh, X Men, God Loves, Man Kills, Yeah, Man, Chris Claremont. That's uh, the new uh, the new X Men movie, X Men First Class Two yep. or whatever it is. It's going to be based on uh, Days of Future Past, which was another uh, Claremont uh, X Men storyline that was pretty strong. And that that. Uh, that graphic novel was actually originally published a long time ago, back when I believe it was. Yeah, they're like it? back they're when we were under threat of nuclear holocaust or whatever. Uh, which one? Uh, God loves man kills. Wasn't it done? Originally? Yeah, probably so. Like it, back well, at the end of the Cold War or whatever. But it was in comic book series then. It wasn't done in graphic novel series. I don't think. Well, and for the most part, a lot of these graphic novels are still, even though they're created in story arcs to fit a graphic novel, it's still single issue initially, and then they get collected into the graphic novel. So even like uh, Killing Joke, I think. I, well, you know what, Killing Joke was. Uh, I think it just a big long one shot, but V for Vendetta was issues, and then they were collected into. So I mean, you could still own those in issue, even though they've, you know, brought them together in a in a graphic novel. Yeah, format, and, but you know, I don't care how they're issued, you can't go wrong with Alan Moore. That dude's no, awesome. It's it's super strong, man. And that guy, like, I'm uh, I'm rereading some old Swamp Thing stuff, and then I'm catching up on new DC Swamp Thing, <gasps> and that guy like recreated. I forgot he was Swamp involved thing. with Swamp Thing. Dude, he remade that entire character because, like, if you know Swamp Thing from the comic or from the well from the original comic books, uh, or like the movies with Dick Durock and you know uh, <laughs> yeah. Adrian Barbeau, who everybody oh, remembers. Oh man, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, that's basically a, a Adrian Booby Barbeau. Oh, yeah. man, that chick. Yeah, she was on Carnival. Yeah, that, that she was awesome, man. She was the snake lady. Yeah, or I something can't remember like her character's or... name. I mean, I obviously I have the DVDs because yeah. I love the show, and I was super pissed when they canceled that because because they didn't talk about a, shit. a good versus evil. Yeah, you know, apocalyptic type. You know, you were talking almost like Stephen King, The Stand. Yeah, and I'm it was building up. It, looked, it seemed like everything was going to come head to head, and then HBO was just like, "All right, we're done." Right, and Can't you got tell. Clancy Brown yeah. Yeah, playing dude. The, and the, the Kurgan. Just, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's probably the only thing I've ever liked. Nick Stahl in. I've got to. You yeah, know, it's, uh, oh come on, man! T three was so awesome. And, okay, uh, well, I'll play it. T three was pretty. You know, yeah, you got. Uh, me. He was good as the yellow bastard in Sin City. He was. But, you got yeah. me. But Carnival. he kind of, but as a main character, you know, as somebody who's supposed to carry a show. Right. He did a damn good job. and He really did, man. It's, I mean, I mean I that show was crazy interesting. Yeah. Like, every, you know. Wasn't the guy, let's see, Um, did you, have you happened to watch True Blood this season? Yeah. So the guy that played uh, the leader of the vampire cult, what was the name? Of, um, oh, Chris Maloney? Yeah. No, what? he's from like Law and Order or one of he those He wasn't others. in Carnival? No. Who was the guy that played the baseball player that screwed his leg up? Who was the roustabout? Uh, I know I've who seen you're talking about. It's not the stuff. same dude. Like I always confuse him with. Grab him off the shelf down there. It's down on the bottom. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. By uh, Brown. Cool. To the left. We have it straight yeah. at hand. I... That was probably. I don't know, dude. From uh, from how it's listed. They're not listening. Patrick Baukow, perhaps, or Michael Anderson. I don't think no, so. Patrick Baukow was the one that played the blind. Uh, oh, that dude's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He uh, was also in uh, Panic Room. 
Okay. Remember he got With the Jody beat down put on him? Yeah. That was a freaking awesome uh, show. What about Samson, man? The little dude from, I know, uh, I loved from him. Twin Peaks. Uh, Michael, Michael and Anderson, right? Michael yeah, J. Okay, is that, that's who Anderson it is. Is, Or what's his name? Yeah, Michael J. Anderson. Well, I'm, I got it right, folks. Uh, that's that's amazing. So it could have been John Fleck. It might have been Toby Huss. Whoever it is. I mean, no, he did it was an awesome Michael. Job. I know. I know the uh, dwarf was Michael Anderson. Or no, I mean going back to the baseball player. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. But, uh, but yeah, that guy was a good character, and I swear I've seen him in something else. But do you remember the episode when uh, Meatloaf Day's daughter was killed, and they 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 scrawled um, uh, Harlot, I think it was. Yeah, something. it's been it's yeah. been since it aired since I watched it, but I do like vaguely at least. The thing I yeah. love about HBO's original shit, and I have from the get go, they're not afraid. To, they have gone everywhere, and they can. They're they're not afraid to take take shows past the limit and pour money into them to make it worthwhile. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. But you know, like even this last season of Game of Thrones, they had a budget increase from what I heard. Yeah. But they still didn't have the money they needed, which is why they poured. I I I believe this is true, and if you folks want, you can respond. Let me know. But I think. I heard that they poured the majority of that budget into the Blackwater in the Battle yeah, of absolutely, the Blackwater. Man, so it's I mean they shot everything like real close up to that point. They were real budget minded until the like second to last episode, and then they just cut loose. And it it looks sweet, dude. For a TV show, you don't get that on. Yeah, I mean, you can you, you don't imagine, get that with anything else? Can you imagine um, if if they took every battle scene, every conflict scene out of the book, yeah. and staged it? How much that show? Would, that'd be like a Hollywood film. Well, and they did, you know, with uh, the previous season where Tyrion gets wounded and stuff like that, or he gets, you know, they just show him get knocked out yeah. as opposed to his place in the battle, and that was a quick, easy way to just, like, let you know what happened. You could recap about it later, and that's what they did with Rome, too, because Rome had a huge budget for a TV show. There it is, right And there. Rome had, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, Rome's and, on I mean, the shelf, folks. We had to do, but I, they don't show you, like, Pompeii fighting at, they show you Pompeii in the tent afterwards yeah. saying, like, oh, man, this was a rough battle. They, they get some creative out. writers. But who is it with uh, Game of Thrones is Benioff and uh, uh, the two Weiss guys? or somebody? Yeah, Weiss, those okay. dudes are so creative. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the thing with Tyrion, that, although, you know, they've made some minor changes that if you get some Game of Thrones purists, they're bound to throw a flag up in the air and have a fit. Yeah, except, you know, uh, they have the, the ace in their pocket, which is George Martin, like, oversees the show as well. Right, so, I mean, exactly. all they got to do is be like, he said did, it was cool. Didn't he you know? direct the Blackwater episode? I think he did. He, he wrote it. If he didn't direct it, he at least, I think, wrote that one. I know uh, he directs one episode a season. He did. Uh, but the cool thing, I mean, and, and the good thing right? about that, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know if he directed, man. I'm not sure. That's the first I've heard well, of Well, maybe not the Blackwater, but I think I read well, yeah. that he directs one episode a season. But He's, he's been involved in TV from a long time ago. Uh, he did. He was involved with uh, Beauty and the Beast with Bob I know, Ron I Perlman that. and stuff like that. He By the way, did you That's see awesome. the CW's putting out a new version yeah. of Beauty yeah. and the Beast? I'm skeptical, but they're saying it's supposed to be like an accident happened in an army lab, which... Okay. Come on, what the oh, fuck? Wow. Yeah, that's the, the creation of everything right there. If, if and you RoboCop took, <laughs> happened, or you if know, you took yeah. every origin story and and laid it on the line and said, okay, um, who's to blame for all these fucked up anti heroes or whatever? There would not be an army lab on the face of the earth no. because they make so many mistakes. It's right. laughable. I can't I can't fuck up like that at my job. I don't know about you, but I'm out the dough. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so okay, so they're they're supposed to have created this beast in an army lab, and he has this lovely scar on his face. I've got to say, beauty 
I don't know. Linda Hamilton was pretty. Yeah. Well, she was pretty in Ron Perlman with the with the crazy makeup on. But yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Kristen Kroik or Kruk. Oh, is she gonna be? She she's plays the one? beauty. Right. Yeah. Well, she's that's, that's fitting. Too right. pretty decent looking, you know. But um, I'm I'm reserving judgment. And then you know that's supposed to be on the CW on Thursday nights. And they're doing the Arrow show on man. Wednesday yeah, nights. Yeah, the Arrow. That was what that I was thinking. Great minds. Uh, Great well, minds. and then uh, like I mean, it's it looks like sort of a Smallville version and stuff. And I got into Smallville like when it first started, and I didn't really stick with it at all <laughs> on that. So I mean, like I know they, and I guess they got better. I didn't some, either. And that's DC stuff. But. That show started right as the Iraq War broke out. Right. Because I remember we were getting, you know, we lived Trying in Trying to watch some of the... But I actually had an interesting conversation with my supervisor at work today, and we were talking about the new Superman, and you know it's yeah. going to be Henry Cavill. Yeah, from the Tudors, man. And I, I have a feeling he'll do a fantastic job, but he really, and I hadn't thought of it this way, thought that Tom Welling should have had a shot at playing Superman on the big screen. Really? He's the dude from Smallville. Right, right, right. I think they should have given him maybe at least a screen test. I don't know if they did or not, but... Right. I wonder if that's just him being, uh, you know, I don't know, whatever, coming across good, you know, where he's like, yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's a good, that might just be a good play to the fans, <laughs> but, I mean, whatever, like, yeah, give the dude a shot, you know, but I understand why. They don't want to bring the baggage of it, for the same reason they don't just bring Brandon Routh back, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't want to bring the baggage of anything yeah, else, you just want to start fresh. I heard he was incarcerated. Brandon Routh? Yeah, you didn't hear really? about the vegan police? No. Because gelato's eggs and milk, bitch. Whoa. You don't remember that uh -uh. from Scott Pilgrim? Oh, yeah, okay, right on. Because I was like, I remember him more from Chuck recently because he was on that show, you, Chuck, which is pretty solid. You like, they're like, yeah, you violated vegan right. code, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I had a, it was gelato. Gelato's like, eggs and milk, milk, bitch. Yeah, Ralph was good in that, dude. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I had you for a minute. Mac, your face froze. You're like, really? I was like, he just called me a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, I was like, Ralph's in jail, man. He's Superman. You can't, you can't, you can't incarcerate here. Ralph. We're having a campfire. A campfire? That yeah, doesn't sound camping. safe at all. We got a fire burning in the living room, folks. I, I don't know what's going. <laughs> you kids get a hold of the matches. We're having a campfire. We're camping. That's awesome. Camping? Have fun. Yeah, I, I don't know. We're going to go roast some marshmallows in the campfire. Hey, that'd be all right. Make some <laughs> s'mores. Yeah. Uh, I um. So we were talking about Brandon Routh and the new Superman. Do you know when that movie's supposed to be released? Nah, it's like 2014. You shouldn't. Yeah, it's a little ways off. And you know, like the, the tricky thing is like DC wants to do... Uh, they want a piece of Marvel's, yeah, what Marvel has with the Avengers, you know what I mean? Where they've like seeded this thing for a period of time, they've brought together all these heroes, and now it's a monster, and it's like kind of like the grossing film of yeah, kind of like they did with Lord of the Rings. We're yeah. gonna release one movie a year, make everybody wait, and in the meantime, we're gonna merchandise these motherfuckers to death. Yes, yes, because you can't turn the corner. You still can't turn the corner without seeing Lord of the Rings memorabilia. Yeah, and now it'll be joined by like Hobbit memorabilia for yeah. another three years. Which I mean, as much as I'm griping about, it, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, and I can't wait. But still, and, and I, you know, I love, I, you know, all respect to Tolkien. He's one of my heroes, but. I'm wondering, you know, what would he think of all that? I think they did a fantastic job with the films. We loved yeah. the Lord of the Rings movies. We waited eagerly. My family and I did every year until they came out. But not to seem overly bitchy, but the merchandising does kind of get down on you. And especially, you know, you work in a retail store. Yeah. So you have to look at this shit every day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's people being excited about all this stuff. So, I mean, it's cool. It's a... Uh, it's... 
Uh, it's Mel Brooks, man from Spaceballs. Yeah. Merchandising. <laughs> it's important, you know. You gotta have it. You gotta oh, get it out there. Max, you gotta tell the folks about. And and most of you folks, if you're listening to our podcast, then you're you're either some some sort of a, a media geek. Uh, you enjoy all of the things that we do, you know, video games, books, music, um, which I don't know how much music we'll talk about, but everything along those lines, fantasy, science fiction. But when the, the most recent season of The Walking Dead came out, I understand an interesting edition was released. My my daughter, my 20-year-old daughter even mentioned maybe wanting to set this up in her bedroom. You know, in between her Twilight posters yeah. and her flowery wallpaper. Yeah. Get that a campfire. I can do that? Yeah. Cool. We will. <laughs> so what is... going to give me five too, Lily? Thank you, sweetie. So uh, tell me about this new edition. Oh, What's it look like? For, uh, for Walking Dead Season 2, they put out a uh, limited... Uh, I don't know if it's numbered, but uh, Blu-ray box set contained in a giant, ridiculously gruesome zombie head. We have a campfire I never heard that. Uh, yeah. It's cool. It is cool. I think they're throwing us hints, Daddy. We'll come see it after a while, okay? Uh Okay. Okay, have fun. Uh, in order to open this box set, it's uh, it's a zombie head. It has a screwdriver. No, no, it's not an ice pick. It's a screwdriver. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although you could probably jam an ice pick in there too. But uh, <laughs> so as soon as you put it in, it will open. It's, it's sitting in there anyway. But you depress the uh, ice pick, the screwdriver, in order to like open the latch and and have. The so basically, you up. stab the fucker in the eye. Yeah, that's yeah. And exactly. it's okay. And it's okay. okay. We'll see you soon. To stab him. In it's the head okay. Back. Yeah, <laughs> it's been uh, by a campfire or not by a campfire. Yeah, however you have to do it, man. Just just right. destroy the brain to uh, defeat the zombie. So, so how do you think your opinion, Max? How would movie. that, how would that fit with the decor in my daughter's lovely bedroom? Uh, what do you got in there? Some Twilight stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's, it fits. You still, you, you, she's you're got already... her, she's got her Mary Kay shelf. Yeah, that's right. And man. then. What would be perfect? A fucking zombie torso with yeah. a screwdriver in it. Just put tie. a pink hat on it or something. You know? She's already she's in a relationship, so that part's safe. Because she ain't getting any dates if they come in the house and see some fucking like zombie, crazy torso. zombie head. She's like, Look, here's how you open it up. <laughs> Check this shit yeah. out. Yeah, she might, you know. Or you just like somebody overhears part of your phone conversations when you're talking. You're like, no, just stab it in the eye. <laughs> It's cool. Don't Nine one one, bitches. Yeah. And they're like, I think my friend's murdering somebody. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm just trying to watch a Blu-ray, dude. Was that the Blu-ray edition? That yeah, it's, it's Blu-ray only too. So it's expensive too, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a hundred bucks list price. Uh, we had it. Well, I let it go at the, the That's, online price. But. Folks, can you say discount? My daughter about. happens to work at the same store as you do, and Daddy gets the discount. And if any magnates from Barnes and Noble are listening. I'm lying out of my ass. I don't get any discount. I just I pay full price and if you look at my purchase history, I need some stock, bitches. Sometimes he overpays just for fun. It's what I do. Yeah. And yeah. then I have to answer to the wife why I paid forty five dollars for a DVD. And you just you love it that much, man. It's black lightning, bitch. Uh, no. But uh no for real, I think family members get the discount, yeah, right? That's yeah. legit. So then so. I walk out of the store yeah. and my daughter is back with Max and they're cackling like, We got that motherfucker. That's he right. paid forty five bucks for a fourteen ninety nine D V D. That's the long con, man. That's how we do it. Yeah. Drifters. Hey, pocket that shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, that right. way she doesn't have to come to me and ask for gas do. money. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. still comes from you, but it comes from, it's it's earned, you know. There's so guile yeah, there. while we're on the Walking Dead, when is that show coming back? I think it's October fourteenth, man, but I'm not a hundred percent. So it's, it's right around soon. the corner, yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Do you remember when they the the first season came out? The first episode was, was on night. Halloween yeah, night. Yeah, it was wonderful. That was badass. And it was so short, dude. Everybody complained, but I mean they had I can't crazy viewership. All done. It is. It's all set up. <laughs> I'll come take a look. With look, honey. Okay. Almost done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the six... Okay, the six episodes, and then, you know, of course, you're gonna you're not going to pay any discounted price for six episodes versus yeah. 13, but that first season, short though it was, was awesome. Yeah. Oh, dude, it... it, it What's uh, the name of the British guy that was playing the, the you know, him and his son? Rick. Huh? plays Rick not or, Rick uh, you no, Lenny, uh, Lenny yeah, James no, yeah Lenny yeah, James it was man. also on Hung with uh, Thomas Jane which was a great I show I love Lenny James <laughs> yeah he's yeah. cool he's uh he was I'm trying to remember what else I'd seen him in and he didn't do I mean he was he played American you know but so yeah. was uh, Andrew Lincoln or whatever so Andrew and Lincoln's an awesome Rick Grimes great yeah we get to see Michonne soon yeah, man, it's a it's a chick who was on Treme actually. Michelle, uh, really? Yeah, she plays the I mean, small role or whatever, but she plays the sister of uh, one of the main characters. Uh, and so the now one that we'll plays her. is he, uh, the guy that plays uh, is it the son? It's of the, the son the of chief? the Indian chief. The yeah, Indian exactly. chief who was on That's the wire her sister? and stuff. Yeah, he because I've seen was... clips and then she doesn't look like the same chick. No, then. I wonder if they're gonna go with the dreadlocks and everything from the comic. Yes, books, they are. I mean, okay, because they I saw a she picture. totally rolls up with two zombies on chains. And yeah, because you know, just a samurai sword, and that's all you need, dude. Uh, that that hits hard. Like, I mean, just having that image. I guess the internet lit up after that, and people like were trying to search. You know, who is this? Mysterious chick or whatever, but uh, Michonne's a badass. Max, man. look what I found. Oh, look at Geek this. Geek Magazine. Oh, this is a fantastic magazine, by the way, folks. And I think they just... Uh, no, I don't think. I know they just started putting this magazine out again. Because this is volume one, number two. And they're focusing on The Walking Dead in this episode. So, so Max, we did have to we had to jump away for a minute too because the girls were attempting to burn down the the living room. Got to check out this sweet campfire. Um, but just one second again, please. <laughs> yeah, this Geek Magazine. I think I just mentioned that it's new, but this like Volume One, um, issue number two. Both of the ones I have are awesome, and this one actually has. You know, aside from the Walking Dead stuff, which I'm off track again, that must be my ADD kicking in. They have like a an entire poster that has a Starship Smackdown. Whoa! Yeah, man. it's like so comparisons. You get to pit, like the Star Destroyer up yeah. against like the Yamato. And, but okay. the only fuck up the is yeah, dude. Firefly is not on here. Oh, the, that's that's uh, the Firefly. Really is, no, it wasn't the Firefly. It was the uh, Seren Serenity. Yeah, that was the name of the ship, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Serenity. I think. No. Shit. Yeah, and it was Firefly Class. Yeah. Yeah, Something okay. Like that. Right on. Oh, damn. It's been too long, backwards. But they left it off. That's a show I can go on for hours. Is there hours a Battlestar on that thing? Huh? There's no Battlestar on there, is Yeah, it? I think there's some really? Battlestar okay. stuff on there. Yeah, they've even got... That looks like a Battlestar Galactica. Yes, it does. Yeah, that's the Galactica that's right a there. Big 
Right and the there, Valley man. Forge, that's from an old show. They've got some cool shit on here. Yeah, man, I like that. Millennium Falcon, look how small it's it is. It's tiny, dude, but it can totally make the Kessel Run in under 12 parts, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, so you guys out there, they even got the Apollo uh, Trades uh, Starship on here as transport. Really? Oh, dude. But from Dune. So everybody out there, I'm pimping this geek magazine. you got to go pick it up, and I know for sure you can get it at Barnes & Noble. Yes, and sir. if you want to pay my boy's salary, come on into Topeka and, and buy it. You know, at the Topeka Barnes and Noble, and uh, you know I probably shouldn't give away where Max is working because of the enormous fame and fortune that this podcast is going to bring to him. So, uh, yeah, and make sure you buy the DVDs that the magazine recommends. That's what really helps. But here so. comes Stalkers. Yeah, that is, uh, just a minute, sweetie. We'll door. be out in a minute. But uh, anyway, one quick thing before we go, Michonne. I believe I did say that she's she's going to have the dreadlocks. Yes. And she shows up in the first episode, if I remember right. And I don't think that picture was in Geek. I think it was another magazine, maybe Sci-Fi. Well, you saw her for a second at the very end of the season, too. But she's dragging some zombies yeah, behind dude. her. Yeah. Badass. That's that's perfect. Like the show varies in a big way from the books, like at different times, you know, and then it kind of comes back to it. But that's pitch perfect. Okay. That moment was spoiler perfect. alert. Spoiler alert. I do believe that Michonne winds, winds up sleeping with Lenny James' character. Yeah, maybe so. In the comic, you mean? Yeah, uh, in the comic, yeah, definitely. She, so I wonder the what dude? they're going to... What was his name in the comic? The character's know, name. I had, uh, dude. It's Everything been... is at hand. Everything True. is at hand. That's what, hey, all right, man. So, um, yeah, I know they... Because, like, in this episode, and this is... Uh, this is episode 13 of the compilations they did, The Walking Dead. The, the, the little graphic novels they put together. Cool. I believe I just got it. Up an issue. Yeah, that's been forever ago now. <laughs> yeah, because here it, there's an episode in here where they're talking to each other, Michonne and uh, the other character. They're talking about how I was a married man and my wife. She was wasn't very long ago. You know, his how his wife died. Right. But they don't list his name. But the book happens no, to show that Michonne has kind of a nice rack. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's what's important. One minute, we'll be out. I'm sorry, folks, to blow your ears out of your head, but um, <laughs> um, that you know, for the Smacks Cast episode one, I'm sorry if the audio's a little up and down, in and out. We're figuring this shit out. Yeah. But we are gonna um, be back, hopefully weekly, and uh, give you more time. We'd like to make this an hour in length. If we, I mean, don't you agree, man? Oh, ideally, man. Yeah, this might be episode zero point five or something. You know what I mean? Like we'll yeah. refine some stuff. But yeah, uh, so yeah. But you know, this has been a tremendous ego boost, and <laughs> yeah, definitely. Man. No. I think we've had we've gotten more accomplished in the last like couple hours or whatever than I've probably done. I am so. I am just so glad to put these microphones into action because yeah. I paid some money for these microphones, and they've been so. sitting here looking cool as shit. But I actually, mean, now you get to actually, this looks like a dollar. Actually, that meteor mic yeah. has been in a box in my desk since it it was purchased, and. Uh, I just got the blue snowball. I believe it's called the snowball. Yeah, it's called the snowball. I C E, as in ice. But yeah, they they put out really good audio quality. Actually, much better than if you just used a condenser microphone on you know like on my Mac. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna get good at this shit, and I believe that we we're gonna have some interesting things to say, and hopefully, eventually, we get feedback from people, and uh, make it better that way. So, Max, um, 
Did uh, did Chewy leave or is he still waiting over there by the door? Oh man, I think he could probably chew us out. Uh, hey, man, Chewy, you want to come over and uh, lay down a little? Say good night to the folks, Chewy. Would you? Oh, he's, that's one tired fucking Wookie. Oh, he's horny too. I believe he, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't turn my back to that big boy. You're gonna wind up walking like you, you know, like somebody done something. That's right, man. But anyway, for the Smacks cast, uh, I'm Sean, I'm and Max. I'd like to say good night, folks, and have a good week. And be sure to watch that episode of Doctor Who tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, the Angels Take Manhattan. Everybody have a great fucking week, because this is explicit, you know. Throw out a bomb. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs>